Welcome to Breaker Culture Weekly. The guys from BreakerCulture.com help pull back the curtains and give you insight into the hobby. Sit back and enjoy interviews, product breakdowns, and hobby analysis so you can get your edge in the marketplace. And now, to the show. What is going on, guys? Episode 46 of Breaker Culture Weekly. Thank you so much for joining. Really excited to have you because today we have uh, we got a totally different perspective when it comes to group breakers. We have Toby from 702 Breakers, and what makes them unique is they are 1 billion percent focused on eBay. They only do eBay breaks. Uh, they have 33,000 unique feedback, positive feedback, and... Uh, Look, when you, when you when you got that much, you're doing something right, and you'll get a good vibe, a good sense from Toby as we're talking that they get it, man, they get it, and they have a good approach to their business. They've grown a lot over the last four years, and yeah, this is this is their heart and soul. And uh, although Toby was a little sick, a little under the weather, he fought through it. So thank you, Toby. Um, really good conversation with Toby. I hope you you take away some good things. Uh, again, a great story of. Starting small, growing, figuring out your way in this industry, figuring out what makes you unique. Uh, lots of hurdles you have to get past with just focusing exclusively on one platform on eBay. But they've done it. They figured out a way to master it, and they, uh, yeah, they have their niche and they do it really well. So enjoy that conversation with Toby. Couple housekeeping items, real quick. Number one, we got some giveaways, and I'm going to do something I. Can't believe I'm going to actually try to do this. And this is jumping on a Twitter, doing the whole Twitter live thing. I don't even know if it's called Periscope, whatever the heck they call it. I'm going to try to do that tonight and give you some giveaways. I don't even go old-fashioned and pull names out of a hat. Uh, look, no one does that anymore. So, yeah, well, let's, let's bring that back. So, yeah, I'm going to do that. And we'll give away two boxes to all of you people that – that reviews for us on iTunes. Thank you for doing that. There was like 32 or 33 of you. Uh, I will put those names in a hat or random.org, whatever we do, and we'll get you two boxes of optic to two of you amazing listeners. We also have another giveaway. Thank you to Top Shelf, Chris, for giving us a Prism retail box that we're going to give away to, to one of you guys that retweeted a Top Shelf podcast retweet that we had last week. We'll randomize one of those names off and give you that as well. So thank you again. Look forward to doing that. It is going to be Wednesday, February 6th, when this podcast is coming out. That will jump on this evening, and I'll throw a tweet out there too. So we'll catch you there if you're on Twitter. Lastly, we'll break down Top Series 1 later this weekend. Got a couple interviews scheduled to talk through that and break down the numbers. But as you know, I, I kind of spent a little bit more money and time on Optic Basketball this year. Uh, and we approach the year, we pick a, a few products that we kind of go for it with and just kind of say, hey, look, we're going to try our best to, to generate some ROI, approach the product really strategically. And uh, Optic happened to be one of those products this year. Uh, thankfully, Don just is playing so well, it's carried its weight a little bit. So I'm a big fan of Optic, first off. The cards really, really are nice. They feel good. They look good. Um, it's The print runs down, yes. The print run is down, down about 15% this year. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, does that mean optic values should go up? Maybe. 
they probably won't. Uh, you'll see that certain players kind of carry a little bit more value. But, uh, but yeah, and that's a separate debate. Whether the gap should close between Prism and, and Optic, we could talk about that for hours. But uh, we won't. I will just say the cars look really, really nice. And um, I just think that gap will close because of the way they really, really put some time into the cars this year. And uh, they just stand out. They really stand out. The Topps Chrome vibe is real. And the the hollows, uh, they, they're just so, so nice. So can't speak highly enough about the cards themselves. If I was to invest in one or the other this year, I would probably uh, – I would probably lean a little bit closer to Optic, uh, especially if I'm looking at LeBron James action photo in Lakers uniform, I'm looking at the Doncic Trader rookies. Uh, the Hollows are outstanding. So, um, again, we'll talk about that some other time for when we have conversations about it. But there's three different retail SKUs. I'll tell you how I rank them. I would probably prioritize – I can't. I, I know you can't believe I'm saying this – Blasters, number one. Um, we found a pretty good success rate out of blasters. The the best uh, dollar for dollar value when it comes to hitting rated rookie hollows. So kind of keep that in mind. Uh, you have the lime green parallels that are available there. And uh, you're getting about three to four autos per case. So you figure one out of every four or five blaster boxes, you're getting an auto. Okay. So uh, that's also where we pulled our 15,000 Panini point card out of a blaster. So, yeah, take that for what it's worth. I would rank that number one. Number two, I would rank the cellos, uh, the multi-pack. You get a pack of three regular packs and a pack of blue velocities with three cards in it. Blue velocities look amazing this year. So uh, I would definitely advise checking those out. You got the pink exclusives number to 25. We got about 14 regular pinks per case. So that's one out of every three-fourths of a box because um, there's 20 boxes in a case. And we got two pink autos per case, okay? So kind of keep that in mind. So one out of every 10 boxes, you're going to get a nice pink on-card auto. Pretty nice. Um, so yeah, I would rank those second. And then lastly, the retail. Retail wasn't bad, but um, if I'm comparing those to the other three, those, that's what I would I would kind of say. Um, retail, we were getting an auto at one out of every two boxes. So 24-box case, you're getting about 12 autos. And uh Yeah. There you go. That's what you got. You get the you need you get the uh, purple autos coming out of purple Raider rookie autos coming out of retail, which look nice. Not quite as nice as the pinks, but uh, yeah, did did really enjoy them. So check them out if you're gonna go look for optic. That's how I would rank them. We'll have a full write up. It's it's taking me a little bit more time than I expected, just kind of breaking down the numbers and and doing all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I wanted to give you some advice on optic. We'll break down tops this weekend. And uh, enjoy the interview with Toby at 702 Breaks. Catching that on Twitter later. Good morning, Toby. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Still waking up a little bit. Got my <laughs> water bottle next to me, getting ready just for the day. Nice. Is that how you typically wake up? You hydrate yourself? Uh, I'm trying to get over this little bit of a cold I got, so yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Yeah, I watched your uh, your tops, 2019 tops jumbo break last night. It's, it sounded yeah. like you had a little cold. Yeah, that'll run out your voice too. because yeah, um, oh I did hobby yesterday morning. So mm -hmm. um, between doing a hobby break and a jumbo break, mm. <laughs> that's brutal. 
lot of cards. Yeah. Well, it's it's a big day in the hobby. 2019 top or tops flagship period is a big day. How did you uh, how did you like the product? Um, I I got to be honest, I actually prefer it um because compared to the last couple of years, I want to say they were so similar. Uh-huh. Um 2017, 2018 in particular. Yeah. Um whereas 2019 vastly vastly different. Um I know a lot of people don't like how the I want to say the first name is a lot bigger than the last name and they wanted that flipped. Yeah. Um but I don't really have a problem with it. Um and the autos are a lot more solid, I would say, than I've ever seen in a Topps product before. And I wonder if that's due to the maybe not so hot rookie class right now, so they yeah. decided to stick that in. I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and I agree. I that I have these in, in hand right now and I think they look they, they look awesome. The color, the parallels are sweet. Yeah, and it and it focuses way more on the actual photograph of the player yeah. rather than all the stuff around the sides. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah, for sure. What was your big hit? Uh hit? biggest hit we hit yesterday was an out of twenty five autograph of Aaron Judge. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh so twenty five, that is a Wait, what subset was that then? Uh, post season. It was the post season something. Oh, uh, gotcha. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was pretty blown away when I hit that one. And in hobby, I've noticed variations pop out like candy, whereas mm. not so much in jumbo. I think I hit one in jumbo. You're talking about the SPs? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I want to say I hit six or seven in that half case I did of hobby. Well, have you seen all that stuff going around where jumbos aren't even getting SPs? All they're getting is the super short prints. Oh, of yeah. Of the older players, I've heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big deal. But we're not going to waste time talking about that. We're not going to waste time. Let's, 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 let's talk about you, man. Let's, let's dig into uh, a little bit about 702 Breakers. So you and I have known each other, what, year and a half now, but really Ooh. haven't had a chance to talk. So a lot of this is going to be new to me, too. So I'm excited to get to to know you a little bit but tell us a little bit about 702 how long you guys been around and how did you get started into breaking uh we've been doing this now for about four and a half years um the way we got started actually is we both um at the same time got laid off by our uh mm -hmm. former employer um they it was a very small mom and pop shop that sold gps units um and we got laid off at the same time because they, they almost laid the entire company off um, and they decided to do that because they, they, they felt it was a toxic environment, whereas all the employees felt that the owners were creating a toxic environment. And so they just parted ways with virtually everyone in November, right before Black Friday, which was always our busiest time. Um, so we were kind of blown away by it. Mm -hmm. um, then I had to go on unemployment. Um, and my wife, um, my fiance at the time was, uh, she's a dealer, uh, craps dealer. She was a craps dealer at the Fiesta Casino here in Vegas. Um, and we have, uh, kids and stuff, so we have to take care of them. Um, <laughs> kids and stuff. I like that. <laughs> you, you know how it is. Pay the bills. That's right. Um, and so while we were, uh, doing that, uh, me and Andrew, Andrew had been, um, buying for quite some time from cards infinity mm -hmm. um and then uh we kind of dove in with bombers here and there as well 
Um, and I'd say those two are our biggest inspirations for ever starting up. Um, and then what we would do is we just kind of go through even, um, at that time, I want to say we looked at like blowout steel city and just looked at how much cases cost and, and we compared it to how much teams were selling for and we're like, yeah. Hey, you know, you can make money in this. And I was like, Oh really? And, then, um, and we, we would go through night by night, kind of just comparing, contrasting how much, you know, there's a little bit of profit here, a little bit of profit there. Like, why don't we give this a go? Why don't we give this a shot? Start off very small. I think we're only breaking on weekends. Um, and then slowly but surely, it's now become a six-day six breaking week for us. Wow. <laughs> you Do you split it right down the middle so you and Andrew – yeah, I do breaks. three nights. He does three nights. Yes. Yeah, it's hard to complain about that. Nice. That's awesome, man. So so you started four and a half years ago. Were you, were you doing it exclusively on eBay? Because I believe that's all you do now, right? It's that is all we do now. Okay. Um, what we did for the, uh, the first while, I'll say the first year, year and a half, was purely eBay. Uh, then we started a Shopify store up. Okay. Um, biggest problem with that, obviously, you run into all the teams that – that will not get sold, that never get filled. Yeah. And if you don't fill it, I want to say within you know a week, you'll start getting messages and email messages of, hey, this ain't filled, I want my money back. Hey, I could put my money in something else, yeah, give me right. my money. And um, you get it. so we kept yeah. running into that over and over. So while we'd be like, oh guys, we're down to like 15 spots and then some guy bought three spots and wants all his money back, I have to refund him. Oh, now we're back to 18. And then as people see that number ever climb back up, obviously that has a uh, domino effect and you'll get more and more people like, oh, this seems to not be filling. Could I get my money back? Oh, it's, and, and so, so it didn't work. rather than dealing with that at all, <laughs> yeah. there was a point where we said, let's just, just do eBay and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, so we flipped that probably a year and a half ago now, uh -huh. I'll say year and a half to two years of just doing pure ebay breaks and that's oh. all we do now that's great i mean i don't know if you compare yourself to other breakers in ebay but you've got to be one if not top three maybe the largest breaker yeah ebay. i would say it's um us it's rip and list i would say is definitely up there uh -huh. um he's very big um hawks card collect i want to say is the other really big one that i know of yep um, and then I buy in with, uh, Flea Burger. Um, she runs her breaks and I, I like to buy in with her, um, whenever I want my Seahawks or my Mariners. Um, I bought in with Top Shelf, um, a couple times. Yep. Uh, Chris over there is a good guy. Yeah, um, and then sometimes here and there, uh, Bombers as well. Nice. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, you, you've established yourself, no doubt. It's, it's quite impressive. So um, what would you say, so four and a half years into it, what's been the biggest roadblock to kind of your success so far to this point? And I, I, you could probably point to Shopify and that whole thing too, but I mean, what, what's been the toughest thing to get past? Uh, honestly, for being a, a primarily an eBay breaker, some of the policies that eBay has mm. is a big roadblock. Sure. Um, not being able to leave feedback for buyers. That's like um, from sell for sellers to leave feedback on buyers. Right. I think that needs to be implemented. Yeah. Um, then you also hit the roadblock of 
where you'll get people that made their eBay that day, zero feedback, and mm-hmm. buy a $200 spot. <laughs> and you know you ain't getting payment, and yep. there's nothing you can really do except try and auction it off in the room. And you'll get, instead of $200, you'll get 70 bucks, and yep. it hurts. Yeah. Um, so I would say those two things. Um, and it just it, it blows my mind that eBay doesn't have something um, in there where you can, you know, kind of not allow zero feedback created my eBay today to buy in um, to your stuff. I, I would expect them to say, okay, I want a minimum feedback of at least 10 for them to be able to buy from me. Mm. It seems like a very easy policy to kind of put in. It does. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it for sure. I could see how that'd be tough. Now, do you think, I, don't, I guess it's not even a fair question. eBay has done a lot the last 12 to 18 months to accommodate breakers. I think they realize that it doesn't matter what policies they put in place. Breakers are going to find a way around it. So let's just go ahead and allow it to happen. Has it yes, become a little they, bit more friendly for you? Um, They, they do, um, but they still uh, very much, I mean, obviously in any business you want to say the customer is always right. Um, but there's been clear times where we've had to fight customers tooth and nail and no matter what eBay will side with the customer. Like there's yeah. been times where, um, I literally sold cases of, I want to say it was 2018 tops heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, the customer opened it all. You could tell took pictures of the boxes without the saran wrap, the, the top saran wrap, um, and dinged up some of the boxes and took a picture, and we had to refund him like 25% of the total case price. Ugh. And we're like, this this was saran wrapped when it came to him. Yeah. He's opened it all, and why are we being forced? And she's like, sorry, that's he took a picture. I see dents on the boxes. I'm like, yeah, but they, they're not. He's opened them already. Right. Like, uh, and I, I've had conversations with eBay reps on the phone. Now, the ones that actually show up to the events, the the sports card events, are a lot more understanding of these types of things. Um, but when you just call them on the phone, they have no idea what's going on yeah. um, most of the time. And so um, I've literally had conversations where I've been like, is there any measure to prevent, you know, a rival competitor to just make an eBay buy hundreds of spots from me and leave me hundreds of negatives or to just re like ding up cards on purpose and, 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 you know, really screw us. And she said, no, there's nothing stopping. (laughs) And I said, don't, don't you see that there's something wrong with that? Right. (laughs) And then, and then she's like, well, now we're going to kind of, you know, watch your account to see if you, I'm yeah, like, of course. Are you yeah. really seriously going to do that? <laughs> you see the 33,000 positive feedbacks. You think maybe I have a little bit of history. <laughs> yes. Yes. You would think so. Um, yeah. That, that is something they have to fix. And I don't know if it'll ever be fixed. Honestly, I just don't. But the whole, you just got to fall back on the good nature of men. Like, ah, oh, man. I want to, I know you want oh. to, but man, oh man, there's too many ways you can get, you can get in a bad situation if someone were to hurt your business. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, and, uh, like I said, just, I, I mean, I, 
I can't see anyone, at least anyone major in our hobby, ever doing something along those lines. Right. Um, but just the fact that there is that chance that someone could, if they wanted to, it shouldn't be there. Yeah. Yeah. So for sure, that, that always has worried us. Yeah. And that is that is a good point, though. I think one thing people don't realize that are in the hobby as much as you and, and maybe me too is there's a pretty good sense of respect amongst people that work in the hobby. Even though there's a lot of angst between certain people, there's at least a genuine respect to not screw with each other too much. Oh, definitely. So that's definitely. Good. It's a good thing. But uh, anyway, so what would you say was kind of your turning point? Like towards the positive where you realized, oh my gosh, like we, we can actually do this full time. This is really going to work. What, at what point did you realize that? Was there a moment? There was definitely a moment. Um, I want to say it was probably our second summer of breaking okay. um, where we hit. Um, and I, I literally had to tell my wife, hey, we can't keep doing this. It's, it's such a big volume of stuff we have to get done. Um, you need to you need to stop your job and you need to help us and so she, she literally had uh she quit um and now she helps sort um she does all of our listings for all wow. the ebay listings um and she does a bunch of other stuff to help me out around here um and then my dad has to help my uh brother out um from time to time with sorting especially when there's those big ones like top series one right um, because <laughs> we ship all cards and all breaks that's beautiful wait so your your wife was a dealer you said right yeah she was a uh dealer she did craps at the fiesta casino okay gotcha i didn't know if uh her dealer background made her just a master sorter just flying through she's things. pretty fast yeah um yeah i mean i i broke last night i want to say she's already at least halfway through um oh. so she was pretty quick. Um, my dad, on the other hand, is a little bit slower. <laughs> um, but he also has a full-time job. He's got to go around that. So Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you. Your dad's all, helping you pretty sweet. And, the, and the, the benefit of him is all he ever says is, hey, I'll help out if you guys can get me you know, one box of this product. And so we can usually accommodate that. And I'll ask my GTS or PH, hey, can I, can I have a box of this? It's going to be for my dad. And... So let's give him that, and then he'll do a sword or two. That's amazing. That is amazing. What is your What is your? I guess what do you both collect? What do you guys collect? And what does he collect? Uh, my dad's been collecting since he's got one of the biggest biggest collections that I've seen. Um, I mean, he's got stuff from the fifties, the forties, fifties, sixties, all that old stuff. Nice. Um, I primarily only collect Seattle Seahawks, Seattle Mariners. Um, and I've been doing that since 2011, 2012. Um, and then Andrew, he really only collects Ohio state because he, he started, um, he started to collect, I mean, he collects Francisco Lindor. He's Cleveland. Um, Mm -hmm. primarily my dad is Cleveland as well. Um, but the thing that Andrew ran into was he said that it just pisses him off too much when, He'll PC a, a, a player, and then the next year they're traded to a different team. Mm. And yep. he said, so instead of doing that, I'll just collect Ohio State Collegiate, and I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yep. Yeah, it's a good approach. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm Seahawks. I'll collect anything Seahawks, anything Seattle Mariners. Um, obviously, we don't have a basketball team anymore. Um, 
And then my dad and Andrew are primary Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Cavs, Cleveland Indians. Nice. Nice. I love it. And there you are nestled safely in Las Vegas. <laughs> Nowhere yes. near the teams. <laughs> no. Uh, my dad was born and raised in Ohio. Gotcha. Right outside of Cleveland. So that's why he's... And then he tried to, of course, raise us as Cleveland fans. I branched off. Um, I want to say when I was about 14, I said, uh, I'm not a big fan of these Cleveland guys. They never win. <laughs> and then, so then I uh, I just took a look around. I loved Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite players of all time, probably my favorite player of all time. Um, and at the time, it was right around Sean Alexander, Matt Hasselback times. Yeah. Um, and Sean Alexander, I just, I love that guy. So I was like, I'll just go to Seattle. Yeah. Seattle. And been it. with it ever since. I love it. My, uh, so we're, we're big Kansas City fans here, obviously, in Kansas City. Royals and Chiefs and Missouri Tigers. But my son, uh, he's 10, about three years ago realized, you know what? I'm going to be a Chicago Cubs fan. I'm going to be a Seattle Seahawks fan. And the big draw <laughs> for Seahawks was Russell Wilson. You know, our oh, last yeah. name's Wilson, so he wanted the Jersey Wilson, but now he's just like a big time Seattle Seahawks fan. Oh, and, and Wilson's all such Russell a Wilson. Guy. Yeah, oh my gosh. Like you couldn't ask for a better role model than no. Russell Wilson. But uh Though I I, I I have been keeping my eye on Jared Kellenick, and I am very glad we got him. He is a he is he in my eyes is the Russell Wilson of baseball. He's going to the children's hospitals every week. He's always posting positive stuff. All right. I, didn't, I love uh, this guy. That's awesome. Well, he's, he's worth quite a bit in the hobby, but uh, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know his backstory. I'll have to check into that. That's kind of cool. I love dudes that actually care about that stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, I make sure to follow any of those guys on our Twitter and stuff just to keep an eye on them. Nice. Nice. Um, cool. Awesome. That's a good backstory, man. You guys uh, – you guys are rocking. So four and a half years in, what's uh, what's kind of the future look like for you? What are you looking forward to in 2019? You as excited as you were? Um, I, I would say I'm probably more excited this year. Um, nice. The one thing uh, I know that we're a little worried about, obviously, is the rookie classes. Um, yeah. We don't know about the next football rookie class much. Um, and then baseball, I know once Vladimir Guerrero gets up, Fernando Tatis gets up. Yep. Um, and then I don't know if Wander Franco can get up or not, but I'm sure he's, he's going to be in Bowman. So that's going to blow up. Yeah. Um, so they'll, they'll definitely be, they'll definitely be a nice rookie class eventually, but it's going to take time. Sure. Um, and then football, obviously when you have last year's rookie class with what, five quarterbacks and mm. that, I, I mean, that helps a ton. Um, whereas we're kind of entering a defensive draft this year mm -hmm. and those are always a little more, uh, tough when you're in the hobby, I would say. Um, and then basketball, uh, I mean, it's been the Luka Doncic show. <laughs> I mean, primarily, um, yeah, which is I, so fun. It, it is. But at the same time, I, I feel like some of the other players should get more love. I feel Trey young. I feel yep. Uh, especially DeAndre Ayton, yeah, um, should definitely be getting more love, but they just don't. Yeah, and it it blows my mind a little bit. I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen for sure. It's uh, it's, it's we've had so many conversations about this rookie class, and I think this rookie class is better than last year's. But I think we're going to see. And I, I actually think we're starting to see with Optic. 
Optic looks really good, and I think folks are going to jump on the Optic bandwagon, and it's going to help kind of carry some prices for some of these guys. I'm oh, I agree. I, I agree with that, but I, I did see something happen with the first off the line. They stuck the Doncic one. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think about that? I mean, when you – when a one That one, hurts. It, does it hurt – you mean from a breaker perspective? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you've just taken the biggest chase guard in the whole set before the product is even out. Yeah. And so, I mean, I get it. I mean, Panini definitely wants to help out, you know, or look out for the first off the line people that are able to get in there in that two-minute window right. and buy as much as you can. I've done it. I've tried it. I, the only one I've been successful with was Optic Football. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else has been – a minute and a half, and you're you're out of luck. Yep, same here. I'm over five. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. It's rough. Yeah, I uh, I am not a fan of it at all. I don't I don't like I don't like dropping some of the exclusive hobby cards into a first off the line product when someone pre-orders it five months in advance with that on the sell sheet. Oh, agreed. I agreed. just think it's uh, slimy's a little too aggressive, but I think it's a little bit more. It's a, it's a little misleading, for sure. Well, I know. I also know that they are holding back a little bit more of their stock so they can sell it directly instead of giving it to distribution anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is this is going to be interesting year all the way around, not just because of rookie classes, but I think you're going to see a little bit change with uh, the whole model, the whole distribution model, retail to hobby. So it'll it'll be interesting to see. The other thing I think you'll see, and I'm curious to get your perspective, is I think we're going to start to see a little bit more consolidation with breakers. We talked about this last week when I had an interview with Chris. We were talking about top shelf breaks. You're starting yeah. to see some breakers kind of combine forces and create mega breakers. What are your thoughts on that? Is that something you guys have ever, ever considered? Or are you, you talking along the lines of like a ripping wax type of thing? Where well, they have... yeah, there's that component where they just they have six or seven breakers. Or... Hey, look, there's a good breaker over here. There's a new eBay breaker starting. He's built up. Uh, hey, join the 702 team and become a breaker for us. Has that ever crossed your mind? No. To be honest, we've never actually considered that at all. Um, cool. I mean, the biggest, I would say, way that could benefit us is if we were to combine forces with someone that didn't do eBay breaks. Yeah, exactly. So we could do the eBay half and someone else could do their website half and – I would say that would probably be the most beneficial because then if you got some, you know, well-known established uh, breaker with their own website and then you have a well-known established eBay breaker, I would say that would probably be our best fit in something along the lines of that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense from a business perspective. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but there's a, there's a lot of unestablished breakers out there that I think are learning the hard way. They they uh, they were a little tainted from the success of last year, and this is going to be oh. a re- reality check this year. Oh, 100%. Uh, I, I want to say I was getting at least three or four messages a month there last year, uh, probably beginning of last year, beginning the middle of last year where I would get people, hey, how do I do this? How do I, <laughs> how do I make money doing this? Right. I'm like, you, you don't realize this is like it may look like it's fun and 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 but you're putting in I, I mean at least for me i put 60 to 70 hours a week yeah and it's it's a lot um 
you got to carve out time for your family. You got to be like, okay, you know what? Here's my day off. I'm not, and it's really hard when you work from home. Mm. Uh, and you got to be like, all right, I got to stay out of that office and I got to just spend some time doing it, yeah. even though there's that itch because I, I, I'm a workaholic, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother doesn't have as much a problem with that but i definitely am like <laughs> oh if there's just one more thing i could get done yeah i want to go and get that done yeah i hear you <laughs> so <laughs> that'll eat away at me. No so doubt. my wife has to a lot of times pull me aside and say hey sunday is your day off you need to just we're gonna go to the movies with the kids we're gonna you know play some board games or some video games with the kids or something just silly fun have yeah. some fun with the kids and such Love it, man. It's awesome. It's good to have a wife that pulls you back in line. Oh yeah. What? Uh, so, how many kids do you have? Then? Um, I we have three. We have two uh, boys. One is about to be eleven. Nice. The other is nine. Okay. And then the youngest is a little girl, and she is seven. Nice. Those are good ages, man. You can you can basically do what you want now. You have, <laughs> you have no, no diaper bags. No. Uh, no uh, wine yeah, they, babies. I, for the most part, they're pretty responsible for themselves. Um, still got to go through the whole school where it's kind of like you're going through school again yeah. yourself. Right. And uh, to be honest, it's a lot harder than I remember. <laughs> fifth grade, I, you're learning algebra. I'm like, I learned this in seventh, eighth grade? <laughs> right. <Going on. laughs> uh, that's true. I, I've had a couple situations recently where I've been reminded of, what I don't know <laughs> what what fourth grade math I don't know yes and it's just like oh you're at geometry I barely passed that class all right let's <laughs> give it a go yeah it's just it's crazy um they are lucky they go to one of the best schools here in Vegas um because we're just that's where we're we're right next to it oh, so nice. they're um zoned for it so we got lucky with that i think it's a four-star school or something i don't know it's one and it's in the top 25 here in vegas so i was very thankful for that of course um but it's hard it's very hard yeah um even for me and my wife to comprehend some of that schoolwork is like holy crap (laughs) just get it done kids Get it yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, your teacher didn't teach you this? Well, then you're screwed because I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Google it together. <laughs> yes, there's been times yeah, no where doubt. I've had to resort to definitely Googling stuff. No doubt. Are your uh, your kids into cards at all? Uh, they've been into Pokemon. We, got, we went through that phase. Right. Um, the nine-year-old still is somewhat into Pokemon but not really the cards, more into the video games. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, I, I'll give them. My my oldest is Seahawks. He follows exactly what I like. He mm-hmm. likes Seahawks, likes the Mariners. <laughs> um, and then the nine-year-old, kind of like yours, branched off, and he said he's going to be an Arizona Diamondbacks and Arizona Cardinals fan. Okay. And then the youngest, the, the girl, has no interest in sports. <laughs> You boys deal enough with sports. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife is diehard Broncos, so she's tried to kind of push that, but uh-huh. I don't know if it's really taken much. <laughs> nice, nice. Sounds like you got a nice, well balanced uh, set of likes and dislikes in the family. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I 
That makes it fun. Well, I got five kids, and that my range is kind of right in between yours from 10 to 2. A couple older boys and all, all younger girls. So it's, uh, yeah, there's a wide range of likes uh, for teams for sure. But I, I don't know if I could deal with five. Oh, man. If you can deal with three, you can deal with five. It's really, it's, uh, really no difference if you ask me. Really? Yeah. It's a little, uh, I think it, uh, your, your, your scale, the scale factor kicks in, you know, your, well, yeah, you're definitely. Just, uh, it gets easier the second, the third. Yeah. You worry less about stuff that would have stressed you out. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. I remember thing. my first, I was every hour, two hours going to the crib, making sure. Oh yeah. Okay, still breathing. He's still breathing. Okay. We're good. <laughs> he flipped over. Wait, the blanket's going to fall on his head. <laughs> Well, he's yeah. going to choke on this binky. There's a stuffed animal. Oh, my gosh. we got to get out of here. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just have a little patience for new parents sometimes. It's like, guys, come on, man. Chill out. I know we're oh. all going to go through that, but just chill out. You have no idea. I, this stuff doesn't matter. Yeah, I fully, I fully agree with you there. I've seen, yeah. Some of the overbearingness, and it's a little like, come on, guys, it's it's okay, they'll be all right. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, love it. Families make it all worth it, no doubt about that. But uh, how would you uh, how would you s- describe your style to breaking? Ooh, uh, I would say it's a little different from night to night, um, and a little <laughs> different for me and Andrew. Okay. Um. My personal style, I mean, there's nights where I am I am amped up and I am ready to go. Um, and then there's nights like last night, like I said, going through this cold, trying to get through it and making my way just, all right, guys, come on. We got top series one. All right, we're <laughs> going to try and get through this. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you just got to get through it. Yeah. Um, and then there's times where I'm plugging and I'm plugging and I'm plugging, hey, Make sure to head over to Twitter. Make sure to head over to Instagram. Follow us. Like stuff. Um, and then uh, it's just plugging our our eBay. Mm-hmm. Hey, stores.ebay.com/702-breakers. Get over there. Get in some bids. Um, and then I, I want to say the biggest. I mean, we will. We make nicknames. We make songs up for the loyal customers. Like I, there's one of our best customers. His name is Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, in the room. And every time he comes in the room, I'll sing him a little jingle, and I'll make him feel right at home. I know his favorite teams, and we—he always promises he's going to give us. Uh, he promised last year he was giving us Austin Hayes inscribed 702 breakers. He was going to get us some cards inscribed specifically to us. Now he said he's going to do it for Caden Grenier. I want to say because he mm-hmm. went to Bishop Gorman. Nice. Um. And then there's, I mean, I have phone numbers for several of our big customers. I'll be like, hey, man, I'll give them calls. I'll talk. I've talked to uh, one of our one of our bigger customers I've talked to on the phone for hours at a time. Nothing about cards, just about politics, about <laughs> religion, about whatever he wants to talk about. I'll talk to him about it. Nice. So definitely – if you stick around long enough, we will give you the most personalized touch that we possibly can. Um, so I would mm. say that's the biggest differentiation. Um, and then, of course, a lot of eBay breakers will not ship all cards mm-hmm. um, because of the very, very 
heavy shipping costs um, for something like Top Series One mm-hmm. Bowman Draft. I mean, you're shipping probably two or three packages if someone buys, you know, three or four teams, because they ain't all fitting in one of those little padded packs. So, and we don't want to sit there and just bulge it out, bulge it out, and then cars arrive damaged, cars arrived all messed up. Yep. So we definitely have a limit to what we'll put in one pack. So we'll usually send two to three, maybe even four packs if you buy too much. So that way we know, hey, they're going to get a lot of packs, but at least it's going to arrive safe. It's yeah. going to arrive secured. Totally. And we don't have to worry about dinged up cards, etc. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's good. That is a big differentiator, I, especially with products like that. It's just, it's hard to find. And that's usually what kind of pushes breakers away from even wanting to break flagship products. Well, and then I, I even saw, I think you were tweeting about the how much the set of Top Series 1. Yeah, it's mind-blowing. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that is nuts. Isn't I've it? never seen that. Yeah. yeah. And so that's when I was like, well, I guess it's a good thing that we do ship all cards because that yeah. is a very high something. value. No doubt. What, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it, it, you might not have a thought or an opinion on it because you don't necessarily – collect and rips their sets but do you think it's a good move by tops to do something like that i definitely i mean it helps definitely us breakers and in the hobby period when when any set is the value is that high um because i could tell you i i definitely want to say that there's no way the last two years of top sets were worth that amount yeah and look at the rookie classes that we had I mean, you had Judge, the year with Judge and Bellinger, yeah. and then you had the year of Otani and Gleyber Torres and Soto. Yeah, and Acuna. And yeah. Acuna. Yeah. Crap, I forgot about him. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you can get master sets for 225 at yeah. the peak last year, and then you, you can't even get an insert set for less than that in a couple of them. It's mind-blowing. I love it. I think it's great, too. I think it's great. I think it's a great move by Tops to – to add some scarcity to the flagship product i think it's great yeah yeah and, and and like i said not only that i think i think maybe them just completely going and changing the design going against the grain a little bit yeah and saying you know what we're just gonna do this i think that helped honestly yeah i mean and i know people have complaints but i think it looks better i mean yep. what i gather from you i think you like the design a little bit better i do i mean yeah <laughs> i do Yep, I think it, I think it's slick. I it, at first I was like, oh my gosh, it looks like it's kind of miscut from the way the borders went around the card. But, yeah, yeah, I can see. That. But the way that like we talked about earlier, the way the parallels just really stick on the card, I think they 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 really thought it out. It's nice. Oh, and, and you're right. I, and I think those evolution cards, the ones where you see like it's it's what Babe Ruth on the front, Aaron Judge on yeah. the back, like those are cool. Those I are really cool. like that. Yeah, it's like black and white or kind of sepia on the front and color on the back. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. But awesome. All right. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good summary of your style. I like it. I've watched a, a number of your breaks just to uh, get a feel for your style. And that, that seems like a pretty good description. I'm sure. It seems, it seems very personal in your room. No doubt. <laughs> Definitely is. Very laid back. Um, and just, uh, you guys aren't overreacting to things. You aren't hyperventilating every time something comes out. You're just keeping it cool. And well, like it. I mean, the thing with that is, I will say there is a period as a breaker where you will do that. Yeah. 
where there will be one problem customer and it will ruin your day or your week. And you have to get past that point. Um, and if you don't, you will never make it in this hobby because there are so many of those that will pop up that you say, you know what? This ain't worth the $30 that he bought the spot for. Yeah. Refund, move on, yep. and, and just continue going forward because if you dwell on those things, it'll eat you alive. It's great advice. That's absolutely great advice. Yeah. Not, not worth it at all. No. Um, all right. Well, so let's talk about how you, how do you get, I mean, anybody in business, right? They're always prepping for their job and they're doing what they need to do to, to make sure they're a peak performer. But what, what are you doing to kind of stay up on products, stay up on sports? Are you an avid podcast listener? Do you listen, you watch a lot of sports? Do you read up on um, work connection? What do you do? What's your style? Specifically, I would say, I mean, obviously, I watch every Seahawks game every year. Um, and then the other thing, uh, uh, I do try to catch most Seattle Mariners games, but I can't catch them all because I get blacked out on some. Um, but, yeah, I, I would say I kind of know what, at this point, what is going to be successful, what's not. Um, the one that took me by storm that I didn't know anything about that went and blew up was Obsidian this year. Um, mm, yep. And I think that is the best product that Panini has released as a new product in quite some time. Panini wow. 1 looks very nice, but um, Obsidian just blew me away. I, I couldn't believe how nice that thing looked. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. That's um, the first time I've heard someone get that excited about Obsidian. Really? Yeah. I mean, we haven't yeah. talked a lot specifically about that product, but yeah, I, 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 I want to, yeah, I want to give props to Panini. That that product looked and it sold amazingly. Um, uh, and so it always worries me when there's new ones, um, especially in basketball. Basketball is the hardest, no doubt. I would say, um, market to break in with a new product. Um, people love their staples. They love their prism. They love their contenders. They love their NT. They love their impeccable. They love their, you know, those very specific basketball ones will go nuts. But when you get Dominion, it's real rough and you are losing, I would say at least 70% of the time you're losing money on those ones. But you have to take those so you can get better allocations for the big boys. Yep. So it's <laughs> it's it's definitely a balancing act yeah. because you have to say, I know this one's not going to do well, but I need to take enough of it so that our allocations for NT, our allocations mm -hmm. for Immaculate are better. Um, and, and the problem is, like like for example, Dominion. I don't hate the product. I love that product. It's it's a quick, easy break. Um, it definitely has. It should have, in my opinion, a higher value. Um, but the resale value just doesn't take on the secondary market. And people do, I think, weigh that secondary market very highly um, where they'll go and check, hey, what's a Luka Doncic RPA going for in mm -hmm. Minion? And you look it up and it's, oh, 100 bucks. And then you look at a Luka Doncic silhouette from Crown Royal, oh, three to 400. Mm-hmm. What are they going to go after? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yep. you definitely, 
I would say the biggest thing I look at is the secondary market. If you look at what the cards are reselling for, especially the big cards, and if you see, oh, you know, Baker Cracked Ice selling for five, six thousand dollars, you're gonna be like, okay, Contenders Football is gonna go insane. You know, we need to try and get more of this or extra extra cases than what we got allocated. Yeah. Um, even limited. That uh, I did a break of limited yesterday, and in a half case, I hit a Baker RPA. Uh, Josh Allen RPA and an out of 10 on card Peyton Manning auto. Hmm. And I was just, I was like, this product is loaded this year. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, You make a point though, because I think a lot of times we forget that collectors are stubborn and the products are going to go after, even if we think even with scarcity, the price of the cards, how good they look like basketball, for instance, people don't care that there's 5,000 silvers of a guy in prison, basketball. Oh, yeah. And there's less than 1,000 optic hollows in uh, in basketball. And the price is not going to be 5x more. It's going to be 20x more because the, the market's already decided they want to go after prison. And it sometimes doesn't make a lot of sense, and you just have to adjust your business towards it. But a little frustrating, yep. too. Yep. I know exactly what you mean. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, Optic is definitely one of those products that usually the the basketball community will accept and they like enough. They like it well enough. Yep. Um, and it definitely sells well enough. And it's all, I mean, that one's not one that stands out as a flop. But Dominion, I mean, they've done it two years now. Both years have been, for us, you're just getting through it. Yeah. And you just have to just make it through. And once you're through it, you're like, Thank the Lord. Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, there was a couple products last year that came out for basketball. I want to say one was uh, Unparalleled. Was that? I think that was what it's called. Unparalleled was football. Was it? Okay. And what was the one on? Uh, oh, shoot. What was the basketball version of that? There was an Essentials basketball that did really badly. Yeah, that, last was awful. that was awful. There was Status. Status. That's what I'm thinking. Status was okay, unbelievably status, horrible. Yes. Yeah, that was one of those that, of course, when you got around to nationals times, what's in the packages for the VIP? Oh, <laughs> status, of course. <laughs> you knew it was coming. Yep. yep. Um, the other one, yeah, like I said, essentials was another flop, huge flop. Um, but it seems like when they go back, because they skipped out on Crown Royal for a couple years. Yeah. And they went back, and now Crown Royal does just fine. Mm-hmm. And so I think people like it when they stick to the sets that have been or that they just you know skipped a few years, and then they go back and bring those back. Yeah. Rather than, hey, here's a whole new thing you don't know anything about, but here it is. Because mm-hmm. uh, what was the – there was a big expensive product last year that went pretty nuts for the first bit, but then it, it died real quick. Uh, it was the product that came in a big gold suitcase for uh, basketball. Yeah. Oh, you. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're not talking about the Kobe one. You're talking about the. Uh... No, it wasn't Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> figure it out. Someone knows on Twitter. I want to say they were like seven hundred to a thousand a box. Yeah, it, it was, was like a grand a case. Yeah. Um. And then, of course, you have, but I mean, you in the same, in the same vein, you have 
you know, Tops Definitive, which is around that price, I want to mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. And that thing sells like hotcakes. Yeah. So it's just you have to look at which market you're going into mm-hmm. and base a lot of it on that. Like Panini Baseball, if it's not under a certain price point, it gets scary. But if it's NT, you're fine. Yep. So it's it's very much going on the last couple of years. Going off experience, I would say, is huge. Mm. Um, and then going off and looking at the secondary market is the other branch of that. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Yeah, I think uh, experienced breakers, that's one advantage that they're always going to have is that they've broken a lot of products and they've seen how it works, like the reality of the product and the reality yes. of the behind the scenes buyers and sellers. And that's invaluable. Like you can't teach that. You just have to experience it and learn. Yep, 100%. Yeah. And then, I mean, there is times where I, I will go back and I'll say, uh, like right now we're doing Origins um, and that one has been selling like hotcakes. I don't know what happened, but I want to say in the last month, 2018 football has become the new hottest thing. Mm -hmm. And all year long, I thought it would be, Mm -hmm. but it, it it hasn't started till this last month. And I was like, what the heck happened? Like, I know it was a great rookie class, but did everyone just realize that now? (laughs) (laughs) And so, I mean, we have breaks of gold standard. We're bringing that back. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we're bringing back Obsidian, mm-hmm. uh, and we've been doing Origins, and it's just like everyone's eating it up like candy, and I get it. Those are great products, and it was a great rookie class, but I don't understand why when they released, they didn't go crazy. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know if it was the hangover from last year where, I mean, really from the end of last year to the beginning of this year, football was just irrelevant, I feel like. Really it definitely tough. was it was pretty stagnant last year besides i mean you had trubisky mahomes and watson um and then you had kamara and kareem hunt come on there at the end but the rec- last year really scared people off from receivers i feel mm-hmm. um yep. because you had Corey davis who played what maybe a game or two right john ross yep. i don't he played at all um I yeah. mean, Mike Williams. So I, it, it very much seemed like all of a sudden, whereas in I remember in uh, was it 2014 with Mike Evans, Kelvin mm-hmm. Benjamin, people were buying those teams like they would buy a team that had a solid running back or quarterback. Yeah. So I think it's it's bounced back a little bit, but I think people are still a little apprehensive when it comes to receivers now yeah. because of that year. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree for sure. It, uh, and there were some good receivers this year, too. So it was kind oh, of frustrating. Yeah. It's like, man, you want to jump on board with these guys, but you're just a little hesitant. Yeah, Calvin Ridley. He yeah. had a very, very solid year. Um, even, I'm trying to think of all the receivers from this year. DJ Moore. Yeah, also Carolina. Yeah. Year. <laughs> yeah, Christian Kirk was a surprisingly good receiver. Yep. Uh, yeah, there was, a couple, there was a couple guys in there. It was, it was fun. It, I, you know, I can kind of see why. I mean, especially with guys like Baker Mayfield, he just had a killer last month of the season. You know, it, oh, yeah. it, it just it just generates the buzz, and and there's some pretty good tail end products for football. That oh yeah, that that's the other thing that I'm really liking is is I don't remember a year where I can list. Andrew asked me, he's like, hey, how many football products are left? Like, there's like three, four. I'm like, no, I think there's like eight. 
Yeah. Of 2018, I'm like, there's plates and patches, there's select, there's or contenders optic, there's NT, there's flawless, mm -hmm. there's Panini One. Yeah. I'm like, there's still a nice selection still to come. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, cool. That's great. Great for you. Great for breakers. Yeah. Especially if we do have a little bit of a lull with baseball, which I don't think we will, but if we did, football. No, I think, like I said, as soon and well, I don't know when. When does Bowman come out? March. Uh, yeah, uh, early April, I want to say. Yeah, so Bowman, I mean, that'll that'll definitely eat up the market. Well, then you got Heritage end of next month, so Heritage will suck all the collectors too. So that'll be yes, typical thing. Are you breaking a lot of Heritage or no? Um, Heritage is a very uh, more niche product. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we will be breaking it, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. That's another one of those big sorts that take a long time. That's the other thing I would say with eBay is you do not get that nice little cushion of, hey, guys, you know, give us three days. when they Because well, we say three business days um, mm -hmm. after the break has taken place, and a lot of people take that as three days. So if it breaks on Friday and it's not shipped on Monday, they're like, what, what the hell's going on? And it's like, well, this is the first business day. We still have, you know, a couple extra business days here. We got to go through, like, yeah. Um, because I break Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Okay. Andrew does when uh, Andrew does Thursdays, Saturdays, Sundays. Nice. So that's how we split it up. And then my days off are the weekends because that's when I have my kids. Yeah. Um, and I need to make sure and spend as much time as possible with them. Try to get a date night in in there with the wife if possible. Um, so we can have some one-on-one -on -one time, um, as well. Cause oh, I mean, oh, regardless, you still definitely families first. You got to make sure to have that time to spend with your family. Yep. So hundred percent family goes well. Everything else tends to go well. So prioritize yep. that. I always tell these guys that can't, uh, you can't do it without your life's support. Um, yeah. Cool. Nice. Give us another good sneaky product. Something else that's, that that's, that's been surprisingly good that maybe people aren't giving enough, enough attention to. Anything coming to mind? Products that have come out or that are still yet to come? Uh, either. Either one. Whatever. whatever uh, my favorite product every year is plates and patches. Okay. And that one is still yet to come. That's true. I think it releases next month, yep. middle of next month. And it is all... The one thing is, if you're looking for cards that grade 10 10s, you're not going to get them in plates and patches. Mm -hmm. But if you want a, a great chance of hitting all of the top rookies, I don't think there's a better place to look. Hmm. Because, I mean, I've hit, you hit Andrew Luck, you hit Peyton Manning, you'll hit, and then you'll hit Baker. You know, like, you'll hit all those top guys and the top rookies. The quality on the cards isn't 10 out of 10s, but it is by far I would say the most solid autographs and patches and some of those patches are just gorgeous in that product every year they they, they surprise me I'm like holy crap look at that patch <laughs> nice alright that is uh, February 13th so we're a couple actually just two weeks away there you go Valentine's pretty good entry point 100, 120 bucks a box Man. yeah and it's yeah that's the other thing it's not just mind-blowingly expensive it's right. not NT. it's not 
four, five hundred, six hundred dollars. Yeah. I don't know what NT's at now. It's probably insanely. I don't want to know price. Yeah, seriously, it's gonna be total insanity this year. <laughs> yeah. But okay, what's your what's your least favorite product of the year? Who this year mm-hmm. from any from any, any sport? Uh, any sport mm-hmm. Definitely, I would say so far. Oof. That's tough. There's, I would say, in all honesty, are, are you are you asking in in like sales wise, like business wise, or let's, you let's asking... do both. Let's do the your the least profitable product for you, and the one that you just despise the most, and maybe okay, the one I'd say, <laughs> I'd say Dominion is by far the least business wise okay. because that I want to say that should have a price point of about 150 to 175 mm-hmm. and when you have the price point in the two what is it 230 240 range 220 somewhere in that area mm-hmm. and they're selling it almost very close to if not near the same as immaculate and you just don't have that market for that product yeah. and I mean, they, they have to realize that. So if you just, that product has to come down in, in price or you have to kill it. Um, and then uh, looks-wise or just a pain in the ass, obviously, I mean, whew, I could name a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the biggest ones for us are going to be the ones with, you know, hey, you got to store it. Yeah. 5,000 cards or 6,000 cards or something. Any of the hobbies, top series one hobby. Yeah. While I love the, the product is amazing. You get amazing short prints. You get all these amazing sets. But the sorts for those take an hour, hour and a half, maybe yeah. two hours, yeah. especially if you're doing hobby. Um, and the breaks are lengthy as well. They're, they're an hour and a half long break of just, all right, guys, we got it. I always tell people when we start those ones, Hey man, sit back, get comfortable. I'm gonna go grab myself a drink. Go grab yourself. You need a smoke break. Go have it now, because this is going to be lengthy. Yeah. <laughs> so get ready to just. And I mean, I, I get the appeal because I mean, from my own personal uh, view, I would say that when I buy into a product, I like to watch the full break. Mm-hmm. I don't like recaps and all that. Um, I like to, and and when you get into those products, you definitely you're getting your money's worth and entertainment value alone. You're just like, oh, this guy's gonna sit here for an hour and a half, and I have this team, and I just get to sit here and watch him for an hour and a half, and yeah. hopefully I hit something big. And so I, I like those products more when yeah. you get your bang for your buck because you're definitely like, ah, oh, I bought my Mariners. Let's see if anything cool comes out. Maybe I'll hit a Griffey. Yeah. All right, those are good. You got you got some good product knowledge, man. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. So some guys that come on and they, you can tell they break it and they forget about it. You t- it seems like you know your stuff. I definitely have to. I I mean I, I live in this hobby. Literally, <laughs> it's in one of my my whole family room is just swallowed by cards. So there was a there was a moment during our I was I was interviewing Rich Layton lane sports cards and he was saying yeah. that there was a moment where he realized he had to move out of his house when he had the team bag the little team bag uh thing you rip off to seal it yeah he found them stuck in his wife's hair <laughs> <laughs> he said you know what 
That was the moment I knew I had to get cards out of my house. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you fit that moment yet. I need to definitely do some condensing. Um, and one way I've been doing that is is we have one customer that his dad's going through, uh, I want to say some form of cancer. Um, and so uh, what we've been doing is anything that I just don't have the time to scan and list and, and we have just, we have tons of cards just around here. So I'm just like, if I'm not going to scan this and list it, I send it off to him. Because yep. he goes and he runs card shows and stuff. Um, and he'll, he, he promotes us as well while he's there. So I'm like, yeah, definitely. And so I send him boxes of just hits. Um, so he can, you know, use that money to pay off medical bills and stuff for his dad. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, so he's and he's a super nice guy. He he's always very energetic in the room, um, and so he has a he has a Facebook group going on too. I don't I don't exactly know the link to it, but <laughs> you ever see cool Justin in our room, Justin Zeef? All right, he'll uh, definitely let you know about his Facebook group if you ask. Well, if you uh, if you come across the link, send it to me. We'll put it in the show notes. Let people join. Okay, I will do that. Cool. Awesome. Well, we're at our hour here, man. So uh, we always end our show with a little bit of a, what we call rapid fire to some random questions for you. Just okay. some fun things again. Whatever comes to mind. Let's just see. Uh, let's see what Toby's all about here. No worries. What's your go-to family movie? Go-to family movie? Mm-hmm. Elf. Elf. Ooh, a holiday classic too. All right. Yeah, I have to watch that every year. <laughs> that's one i watch every year at christmas with my family nice <clears throat> love it um what would be your theme song if you were running up to battle or being introduced to the basketball team what, what's your song anyway anyway uh any way you want it who's that by uh it is by journey okay nice nice all right uh, you're stuck in line, grocery store. What okay. is the what is the go-to candy that you grab? Easy Reese's. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's an easy one. That is the hands-down favorite amongst breakers. That is hilarious. <laughs> Must be something in the peanut butter. They got a little peanut butter and chocolate, man. No <laughs> better combination. Yeah, guess so. What uh, what actor or I guess or actress uh, would you want to break with for a day? Ooh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, Kansas City boy. Yeah. And I love I love him. I I, I love his movies. He's been my favorite actor for quite some time. Awesome. Man, what a great one there. He would be so fun. Yes, you know, you'd would. have the best time that and entire day. He seems like he would be just very easygoing, very easy to talk to, very down to earth. Yeah. He'd be like you, just really chill the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. That's why I love him. Nice. I love it. Um, what's the what's the best book you've read in the last couple of years? Ooh. Read or listened to? Ooh, either. You you're an audible book uh, or audible audiobook guy. Oh, my wife is. And so That's she's great. uh I've kind of pushed her into video games. She's trying to push me into <laughs> audiobooks. Um uh, let me bring her in. Uh Serena, what is the uh those books that you had me listen to? The, they're called the Thunder Road. What are they called? It's called the series. It's called Thunder Road. They're about a biker gang. 
Nice. All right. That was the one that she had me listening to most recently. And definitely, there were some emotional moments in there. <laughs> emotional for you or your wife? Oh, both. Oh, I'm wow. not afraid to say it. I cry, man. There's, there's things, things that'll uh, tug on my heartstrings. Awesome. We, uh, we actually just watched uh, Finding Neverland. Um, Johnny with, Depp? Was that Johnny Depp? Heck yeah, that's Johnny Depp. That's nice. old Johnny Depp. Um, and Kate Winslet. And man, I knew that movie was sad, but that got me again. <laughs> that's a tough one. That is a tough one for sure. I actually remember shedding some tears in that movie for sure. Classic. Man, you got me thinking. I got to watch that movie again. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. It was on Netflix or Hulu. I don't remember which one we watched it on. All right. <clears throat> nice. Well, if, you, if you're looking for an audiobook, I got two for you. I mentioned this last week, but I'm going to mention it again because it's so sneaking good. You got to listen to the book Shoe Dog. Phil Go Knight. Phil Knight. Uh, story of Nike. It's incredible. Another book, Boys in the Boat. Story. Boys in the Boat? It's the story of uh, 1934, I think. Um, Olympic team. The row, the row team for uh, United States row team, gotcha. uh, all from Washington and Oregon. Super, super cool story. But anyway, I'll look into it. There you yeah. go. I wrote them down. Why you're sorting? Little book to put in the background. We're sorting. Heck yeah! <laughs> I gotta have something, man. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much, man, for joining. It's really good to get to know you. I look forward to having you back on soon. And seven oh two breakers. You'll find them on eBay. All the links again. will be in the show notes. And any any parting words? You anything else you want to say? You're good to go. Uh, I mean, just thank you for everything that you've done for us. Uh, we appreciate you and and what you do for the hobby. So I want to say thank you to you, of course. Um, and then of course, if anyone out there in Breakerland wants to uh, give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter, that's where we are most active by far. At seven hundred two breakers, you can find it at our store stores.ebay.com slash seven hundred two dash breakers. And uh, every bid, every spot taken, everything goes a long way. It keeps the lights on, keeps the brakes on rolling. And uh, we love this hobby. We love doing it for you guys. We love pulling Peyton Manning autos and Aaron Judge autos. So we want to keep doing that for you also just to make sure to stop on by and check us out. Drop the mic. Done. <laughs> well done, man. Enjoy your weekend. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. All right, man. Have a good one. You too.